Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And this week I've been mainly trying and completely failing to find somewhere to live in lockdown. Before that, though, a big thank you if you reached out after the special one year episode earlier this week. As I said, I told myself I'd do a year of this diary and well, year was up. So I thought I'd let you decide with a Twitter poll. So thank you so much if you joined in and voted. And it was, well, clear, I suppose, because I'm here now, that you asked me to carry on. 91% no less. So thank you so much. Here I am. Right. Houses. Now, I suppose it's not surprising that finding a house during lockdown is really quite hard. There isn't really a lot out there, but especially if you've got pets. Ugh, it's like a needle in a haystack. Now, there are loads of apartment buildings around Phoenix, really nice ones, most of which are dead keen on pets. Loads even have little dog run areas on site. But the thought of not being able to let an exuberant husky out to run around like crazy every five minutes, as she always wants to, isn't really an option for us. We do need a garden or a yard, as they say here. We've actually taught her to ring a little bell when she wants to go out, as we really can't leave the door open most of the time, as the cats can now never go out. Coyotes. R.A.P. Mitten. But also for half the year, you need the door shut to keep the heat out. So it is ring-a-ding all bloody day. Or more specifically, of course, the second you sit down after dinner. But hey, there's doggos for you. So we've started to look at houses. And here, even if you're renting like us, you need a realtor. Now, this is a person who acts for you and finds you a place and does all the negotiating and everything. You don't go to a separate estate agent. Estate agents might have houses they're renting out, but it's your realtor who does all the approaching. And they also talk to the landlord and everything for you as well. Now, I won't go into it, but almost by accident, we found a nice lady called Carolyn. Now, we saw a place online that we liked and we went to meet her there. (laughs) This is how it went. The place is empty as the owners have already moved out. We arrive. She's already been there 15 minutes and has wiped down every door handle, light switch, surface with disinfecting wipes. Don't worry, I did not drink any disinfectant. We're not insane. We wave at her and we shout hello from across the room and then walk around the place, not touching anything, with her always staying six feet apart, shouting questions as we go. So all very surreal. But headline, oh, the place is lovely. It's about 20 minutes from Paradise Valley in a more sort of normally priced neighbourhood in north central Phoenix. This place is right next to the North Mountain Preserve where Piestua Peak nestles. It's one of the highest mountains in Phoenix. There is this really cool roof terrace because the front room's on the first floor and there are views of mountains on one side and views over the city on the other side. Oh, it's amazing. So after the falling down house, it was also a moment of revelation when we walked into the bathroom and there is a huge walk-in closet. And also a beautiful big bath. Again, it was just, oh, I love it, clearly. We're excited. We shout at Carolyn across the room. We like it. The girls are also so excited. Their rooms will be right next to each other. They just adore it. Okay, says Carolyn, looking at a sheet of paper. The deposit's (laughs) $5,000. What? Why is it so high, we were asking? That's loads more than the rent. Well, some people just want a big deposit, she said. I mean, it's a nice house, but it's not exactly Buckingham Palace. Anyway, $5,000 normal deposit. Then they want a $500 pet deposit on top of that you're like okay and a cleaning deposit 
and they want the first month's rent. I'm starting to sweat a bit, frankly, but, you know, it is what it is. Renting, hey, blah. So we go home and Caroline rings us. (laughs) Okay, she says, I've spoken to the owners. They also want the last month's rent in advance. I was like, did they see us? Do we look some sort of shady, dodgy characters? A five grand and a month's deposit and a pet deposit and a cleaning deposit, not enough. No, they also want the last month's rent. So we're up to about $20 million at this point. I'm thinking I'm going to have to sell a kidney. (sighs) Then she says, oh, and also because you have cats, they want the $500 deposit for the dog, but they want a non-refundable deposit hello, wait for it, of a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. We have to give them a thousand dollars to walk into their unfurnished house with a cat. Now, side point, this is a house with tiled floors, wooden blinds, and again, it's unfurnished. What is a cat supposed to do to cause a $1,000 worth of damage? Jackhammer the floors? Burn the place down? I mean, Carlos is the size of a planet, so maybe subsidence would have become an issue as he glumped his way around the house. But oi, oi, oi. I was gutted. But as I already hated the landlord (laughs) for saying all of this, it soured the house move somewhat. So back to square one. So the second house we go and see... (laughs) It's just north of where we live now. I mean, from the outside, there was a big garden or a big lot, as they call it here. We go in again, masks, disinfectant wipes, don't touch anything. Now, this house had been empty for quite some time and it had been on the market, but obviously no one had bought it. So they just put it on to rent. (laughs) Now, how do I put this? If I found out this house had been involved in some sort of terrible crime... It would not surprise me. (laughs) There was a little door in one of the rooms that you had to crawl into. I mean, even the children would have had to bend down to get into it, which then opened up to this enormous internal room. What was going on there? Carolyn had not been in before and was a bit startled. (laughs) I think we all were, quite frankly. So we drove home thinking, is our landlord that we've got now really that bad? Then we remembered the dumping of the rubbish in our garden, the threats to evict or turn off our water every five minutes and there. So please do offer up a prayer to the real estate gods, please. We've only got a few weeks till we need to leave here and we're going to be camping out in a cactus at this rate. So now is the time to tell me if you own a house in Phoenix and won't have palpitations at the thought of a cat crossing the threshold. Before I forget, do please keep sending me your pictures of where you listen to the podcast. There is a wonderful album on Facebook of all of your snaps. Just search for Sam Walker's Desert Diaries and come and say hello. And also I've added some more highlight reels if you've missed any of my stories do uh, go and look on Instagram. They're all on there at Sam Walker Radio. There's one called Flagstaff and one called More Desert Living or Desert Living 2. So go and have a look. Two headlines this week. A demonstration by the group The Great 48 took place in downtown Phoenix. Uh, Arizona's the 48th state, hence the name of that group. They were protesting against uh, Governor Doug Ducey continuing the lockdown and demanding, and this is a direct quote from one of their banners, that only God has the authority to tell people to stay at home. 
I haven't actually personally heard from God, so I'm not quite sure what his position on this whole coronavirus pandemic is, but clearly they had. They all held hands and sang Amazing Grace, and as the news reported, (laughs) there was no aggressive behaviour, and only one man in a vaguely paramilitary outfit carried a semi-automatic rifle and a knife. Just another day in downtown Phoenix, clearly. To put this in perspective, there were 500 people at that demonstration in a metropolitan area of nearly 5 million. Most of us stayed at home. Then on Tuesday, the great orange leader flew in. Yes, the president came to town the first time since the pandemic that he's actually left the East Coast. He visited a company that makes face masks. He didn't wear a face mask. He hugged lots of people and then he left. (laughs) Again, I stayed at home. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 